morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to today's episode of Musings with Jesus. My name is Shola. I am your host. Thank you for joining me this morning or well today, depending on whatever time you're listening to this. The title of today's um, episode is Meditate Day and Night. And of course, I could have called it meditation because that is really what it's all about. But because that word has been <laughs> by, um, you know, you know what, there's so many other things that that word connotes in today's world. So I didn't want to give anybody the impression that I'm talking about yoga, you know what I'm saying, or any of these other things. This is um, a different type of meditation. It was about the meditation that God talks about in his word. And um, I think this is, I would say, back to basics, but I wouldn't label it so, but it is because... Um, I think many times, and again, let me speak for myself like I, I do. Um, I think in those days we, we understood, or many years back, you know, or we were told, let's put it that way, or we, yeah, we were told, we also understood that, you know, there was a difference between reading the Word of God, studying the Word of God, meditating on, on the Word of God. And then, you know, confessing the word of God, declaring the word of God, understanding the word of God, and then doing the word of God. And there was a whole process around that. And, you know, and the meditation part, I think, out of all that, that entire value chain, which I've never said before in one sentence, and I wish I wrote that down. Um, I think the meditation one is, that we, is the one that we constantly overlook. And somehow, it seems that that meditation one is actually where the power lies you know and as we go into the scriptures you will see or we will all see why i say so so this is just to remind myself you know and also to learn from some of the masters of meditation according to that i recorded in the scripture of which my dear darling david is number one so king david um so yeah let's talk about what the bible means when it says meditate day and night on the word of god Thank you for joining. Yeah, so meditate day and night, talking about meditation. And my headline scripture is Psalm 1. In fact, like I had said, David has so much about meditation. I think, yeah, yeah, he made a lot of time for it. He had a lot of time and he made a lot of time for it. I think actually it's more that he made time for it. Okay, so it reads like this. It's actually the very first psalm, the book of Psalms, so everyone should know the psalm. So it says, Blessed is the man, so this is from verse 1. Blessed is the man, so this is Psalm 1, verse 1. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in the law does he or she meditate day and night. And shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he does will prosper. So this is a very good, um, I think, starting point. Generally, when looking at you know what the word of God is and how it works, and you know he talks about you know an ungodly man that doesn't walk in the counsel of the ungodly. In other words, if he doesn't walk in the counsel of the ungodly, that means the person walks in the counsel of the god of the godly. The person also doesn't stand in the way of sinners. We have talked about the way of the Lord, so there is a way of sinners as well. This person stands in the way of the Lord, so he's very firmly walking on the path on the Lord's path, doing the things that are pleasing 
God's sight. And he says he also doesn't sit in the seat of the scornful. I mean, this imagery is so amazing. I'm imagining one seat or one stand, one area that is reserved with the science and people who are scornful. But you know what I mean? You know those people who just cough at everything. You know, they talk evil of things that they do not know. They do not have reverence for anything. There's nothing sacred before their, their sight. You know, they're just people. And he says people that do not sit, that the man that doesn't, you know, sit in that place, but he, because he knows that these people are people whose tongue will bring judgment upon themselves. He says, but that that man, not only does he not do all these things, but that the one that then delights in the law of the Lord and meditates upon it day and night, that he will be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. So that person will forever nourish, will be ever green, you know, whatever the person does will prosper, just like a tree that is planted by the river of water, whatever, you know, whatever seed you plant on it, the tree, every leaf, every stem, everything is just glowing and it's producing and it's prosperous. And it's just a sight to behold, and it looks so fresh and fruitful, and you know, it's just marvelous. So, that's how um, the Bible describes the man that meditates in the law, in the law, and as in the word of God, day and night. acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and redeemer. And that is um, David again talking about the fact that um, may the words of his mouth and the meditation of his heart be acceptable in the sight of God. And the only reason why, I mean, the easiest way I would say for the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart to be acceptable in the sight of God is for that for those words to be laced with the word of God or filled with the word of God or guided by the word of God and and and, and so I think what this shows us or what this tells me that the meditation is from the heart it's not just you know words it's not just saying things but that it's actually a meditation of the heart and, and really because at the end of the day why do we meditate on the word of God if, if I if I you know, refer back again to what I am, we had talked about earlier on when we said there's the whole, there's the reading of the word. The Bible says it is a person that does the word of God that is blessed. And before I can even get to the point of actually intuitively or, you know, almost immediately, instinctively doing the word of God, I, it, it must have been something that I have meditated upon, I have considered, I have mused, I have reflected, I have spoken about it. You know, the Bible says death and life are in the power of the tongue. So, I think let's just read the scriptures and, the, and I, I think at the end of it I will be able to say you know, we can then have a clearer view I will have a clearer view as well of what meditation in scriptural terms means and how I can activate the power in it you know to get myself to actually begin to do the word of God in the way that God intended so Psalm 119 verse 15 says I will meditate in thy precepts and have respect unto thy ways okay very good so um, David here showing a correlation between uh, people who, when, when I meditate upon the word of God, it then gives me the ability to be able to respect, you know, the things of God and the ways of God. Again, we are back to that ways again, you know, and, you know, showing that there are ways of God and then there are ways of man. Psalm 119 verse 11 says, Thy word, I like this one, Thy word have I hid in my heart that I may not sin against thee. So again, so there are different ways in which you know these scriptures are describing how we meditate 
So Psalm 1 introduces it as a practice. You should have it. So meditation should be a lifestyle. It's not something that we do because we're in trouble or because I have some problems and I should now say, oh, let me go and bring out the scripture and read seven Psalms, which is of course what I do. But then I should have a healthy habit of meditating on the Bible, on the Word of God, in season, out of season, not only when I'm in trouble or when I need help, but as a daily lifestyle. The same way I brush my teeth every day, the same way I have my bath every day, the same day I eat every day, you know, then I should also meditate upon the Word of God every day. So that tells us from lifestyle terms what meditation is supposed to be. So it's not twice a week, it's not three times a week. For me to be prosperous in the same way, you know, that Psalm 1 describes, it has to be a daily habit, and most especially at least twice a day, but it has to be a daily habit. So that's good. So we check that. So meditation must be daily for it to be profitable, for me to be blessed in it. Then it also has to involve the words of my mouth, and, the, and my heart has to be involved. So my mouth has to be involved in the process of meditation for it to be acceptable in God's sight. The meditation also has to involve the word of God, and it also has to be in such a way that enables me to begin to walk with God and have respect unto God's way of doing things. So how I know that my meditation is effective is when it begins to affect you know, the way in which I think and the way in which I do things, I, it makes me respect God's ways more, you know, consider his ways, think about him first, put him first, submit to his guidelines, you know, that sort of thing, it just sort of like changes me. So Psalm 119 verse 97 to 99 says, Oh, how I love thy law. It is my meditation all the day. Ah, So David now ramps it up to say. <laughs> so you see that this is now, at first I was saying day and night, but now David is even saying all the days he meditates upon it. And, and I guess that you get definitely whatever you love, you, you, you make time for. So Psalm 63 verse 6 says, When I remember thee upon my bed, and meditate on day in the night watches. So again, David is teaching us here a healthy meditation habit, saying that he actually meditates at night on night watch. And I think that really works well as well. Rather than worrying, spending that time worrying about the problem and thinking and having all, you know, laying yourself off to have nightmares and then, you know, another round of binding and losing. I think it's good to just fill our minds with the word of God. And there's a scripture that actually talks specifically about that, which I think we all know we've read severally in previous previous musings. And I'll read that also today as well. Proverbs 4 now. This is where we go to Solomon, David's son. Proverbs 4.20 says, and this is 20 to 22. It says, my son, attend to my words. And this scripture was a mantra for me many years, you know, many years back. I really loved it. it. It really helps me sort of like, you know, it was my guiding principle in terms of the way in which I read and study the word of God. It says, my son, attend to my words. Incline your ear to my sayings. Let them not depart from your eyes keep them in the midst of thine heart for they are life to those that find them and health to all their flesh now you know <clears throat> i don't want to talk too much but when this scripture reading it just makes me emotional because there was a period in my life three years when i was unemployed in between jobs i had resigned from a, work, a job this was in the 90s like mid 90s and I had take, I think I had taken a wrong turn in my life. But over those three years, I gave myself to the word of God and the things of God in a way that I cannot even explain to anybody here. As in any program, anywhere they say they are teaching. And then we had people who were teaching the word. I was there. I gave myself wholly. I believe that those three years set me up for the next 20 years that were going to come. Because much later on, I, for, for several years, I 
lost track. I, I wasn't studying the Bible as much. But those three years, for the next ten or so years, before I call upon God, say if he has answered me. You know? I, it, it, but I, towards the, after the first decade, second one, I knew that, ah, Shola, you have to recharge. Because I knew that I had fallen short. I had become, you know, a, 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 like a day girl and lukewarm Christian. I knew. I knew. It's like when you have invested a lot of money in the bank. I had been living off the current, what I was in my bank. And I was drawing and drawing and drawing on it. Those periods, if, if I short, I if I fasted, I can't remember. You know, prayer, I would just talk to God. This is what I want. This is what's going on, you know. Maybe a few times I would need to bind and lose. But the word of God, the investments of the word of God had was so rich. So I think that this 2020, God has brought me back to that place again. Because my well had begun to run dry. And what I'm learning from this as well is that I don't think one should wait until when the well runs dry. For as long as the source where we are getting that river of living water from has not dried up, there is no reason. As one is drawing from it, one should be filling it back. So I filled to a very, you know, great extent. And then after a while, I stopped refilling and I was just drawing and drawing and drawing. <laughs> yeah. So it says, my son, attend to my words. So pay attention. And that's a mental thing. Incline your ear to my sayings. That is hearing with the ear of the heart and the ear of the mind. Let them not depart from your eyes. That one has a spiritual, so spiritual eyes, the eyes of my mind, which is in my soul, and the, my physical eyes. And to start from the physical, from the spirits, I mean, from the physical eyes, I'll read it. Then I will meditate upon it so that it will get into my mind. And then I confess and I pray over it. I declare it so that it gets into my spirit as well. And it is that process that brings life and health to the flesh. And it's not an instantaneous thing. And I guess this is why David had a daily habit. And like he says, all the day long. So he will do at night, he will do during the day, he will do day and night as well. So he covered the entire day. He had a 24-7, you know. So I, and, and, I, and I know what he means because it's meditation. So you can always find moments within the day, even at work on your PC, to keep that meditation going. And by the way, dramatize audio Bible. If you don't have it on your laptop or you don't know where the link is, please find it. For those of us who work on PCs, <coughs> In all my working life, I had a habit of listening to it on my headphone when I was doing certain types of work on the PC where I could do that. Not when I was in meetings, but oh yeah, that was when we were in the face-to-face -face world. So I guess that would be tough right now when we're in meetings, but it's just something to keep close to hand. Audio Bible is a must-do for current realities. So Isaiah 26, 3, and I think I'll bring this to a close very shortly. Um, this is God saying through Prophet Isaiah, he will keep... God will keep in perfect peace anyone whose mind is stayed on, on him because he trusts in him. Yeah. God wants us to put all. I think God is an all or nothing God. I mean, that's why in Revelation he says he doesn't want people who are lukewarm. Either you are hot or you are cold. He says anyone that is in between, I will spew you out of my mouth. So he, he keeps the people that he has, he promises to keep in perfect peace are those whose mind is 100% stayed on him. Those who meditate upon him day and night. He says because he trusts you have put your trust in me, therefore, therefore I will show up on your behalf. 
Joshua 1 8. This is God giving instruction again to the children of Israel about how they shall handle the book of the law which they had just received. He said, This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth again. That's another guideline. Meditation involves, you know, you have to say something with your mouth. You have to, the, the word has to be in my mouth. But you shall meditate on it day and night again, day and night, so that you may be careful to do according to all that is written in it. For then you shall make your way prosperous, then you will have good success. So this one lines up very well. In fact, let me just read all the scriptures that talk about this. First Timothy 4, this is New Testament now. Paul talking to Timothy or say, Meditate upon these things. Give yourself wholly to them, that your profiting may appear unto all. And you now for you so that we all know that the, these things he's talking about is the word of God. He says, Take heed unto yourself and unto the doctrine. Continue in them, for in doing this thou shalt both save yourself and them that hear thee. You can imagine. And then in Philippians 4, 8, it says, Finally, brethren, whatsoever is true, whatsoever is honorable, whatever is right, whatsoever is pure, whatsoever is lovely, whatsoever is of good report, if there be any praise, any virtue on it, think or meditate on these things. So, this is, you know, all three of them tied together, Philippians, New Testament, and Old. So it's like, it's only, and you know, I think, if I look at the one that says, meditate upon these things, give yourself 100% unto it, holy spiritual and body, that your profit, in other words, that your fruits may appear to all. I then understand why, you know, it is many, many of us, even, you know, myself included, are not reaping the fruits of the word of God in the way that we should do it, because it requires that we give all. We give all to it. It's like when you go on a weight loss program, you can't do it half and half now, you know. It never works, and that's why, again, many of us struggle with weight. It's difficult to lose weight. But the people that put everything and decide that they are watching their diets, you know, they have a measure of food that they're going to eat every day, very small. You know, they are cutting out carbs. Every day they wake up, they are running how many kilometers. You know, that that commitment, that single, that dogged determination, that all-out consistency daily, the weight will drop regardless of how fat the person is. But because it's very difficult to give yourself 100% to any one thing, that is why many of us will not lose weight in the way that we want to. And that is why many of us, too, will not bear fruit to the extent that it will be apparent to all of, to everybody. So I pray, Lord, you know, and I think meditation, from what we see here, meditation, in short, this entire, everything about, you know, thinking on these things, you know, whatever things are true, giving yourself holy. It, it, this book of law shall not depart from your mouth. You need to meditate day and night. It says for you to be prosperous. Meditation is the key. It's the key to unlocking the power in the word of God. Daily meditation that involves this, the spirit, the soul, and the body, the mouth, the heart. So, Father, I just thank you for bringing this back to my knowledge and help me. I Yes, I have fallen on this and I guess that is why you probably asked me to start this podcast so that I can begin a daily regimen of meditation and reflection in your word but let it not just start and end with this you know recordings of 15-20 minutes help me to develop a healthy daily regimen of meditation in the same way that people like them like David did and that people like Paul understood and that people like Timothy and all them who were able to give themselves wholly to your word in meditation, in word, in deed, in doctrine, in lifestyle, in fruits, and in the greater works that they did for you. 
let me be the man that was described in Psalm 1. In Jesus' name, all to your glory. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah.